Good evening, good morning, good night, whenever you decide to listen to this. It's Murder Blows. We're back again this week, and we're keeping on the trend of, uh, would you like to play a game? Jigsaw style uh, with Maisie this week. She's got us going down with the North Side Strangler. I'm not going to give too much of her game away, because I like the I like the surprises. I like the secrets. I had something else witty I was going to put here, but I'll just use the saw reference. Uh, yeah. This week is loaded with fodder, so get ready for that. Uh, But all in all, uh, check it out. Keep listening. I'm here this week, joined by uh, Violet, naturally, Cody, who uh, got sucked into the Upside Down, trying to summon her with a Ouija board. We'll let you know how that goes. And (laughs) Maisie. (laughs) And Sasha. (laughs) How's that for an intro? Okay, Jacksepticeye. <laughs> Top of the morning to you, Lettuce! <laughs> you let intro music. <laughs> I had something really cool planned. <laughs> I fucked it up. Okay, that was better. Alright, dope. Syrian and Alexa. Best of you. Foo Fighters. Yeah, it's called Best of You. And his lips are on it. If you (laughs) don't put this in the social needs, I'll be sad. It should be the first (laughs) It just makes me want to put my lips like right on my microphone though. Can you send it? Just send it. Sure. You know how I know that Dave Grohl isn't lying about quitting drugs while he was, like, in Nirvana still and not really doing drugs since then? Wait, what? So, so, he claims, and I believe, that he stopped doing drugs before he was, like, even in Nirvana. Oh, gotcha. And, uh, I believe him because his fucking teeth are nice. (laughs) He does have nice teeth. Nice, nice teeth. But Stevo has nice teeth. But he just got those. <laughs> it could all be a lie. Man, he was calling out Bam Margera, though. Oh, really? weird. Yeah, well, okay. So Bam has been claiming that he's been sober for all this time. And Siwa was like, I don't believe it. And I don't either. Bam yeah, said no way. Have you seen his Insta stories? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when he was in uh, Pigeon Forge for Boba Fest. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I'm still upset I didn't get to go. All my coworkers, that's all they heard about all day. I was like, you guys going to Bubba Fest? <laughs> I just wanted to meet Bam so bad. Um, <laughs> for the record, though, I've met Stevo and he's an absolute peach. Like, seriously, one of the nicest people ever. Ever. Um, Steve-O? Yeah. But, uh... Oh. Oh. Sorry. People have things to say. (laughs) (laughs) 
per Jeremiah. So is a salad just one container in the fridge? Yes. I did not prep my salads. I'm so... He is such an angel. He is making me dinner because we worked out late because he... Uh, the groceries got here late because I ordered... Well, I don't know why they got here late. But... Anyway, my whole day's been a little bit late. The cat threw up at four in the morning. Me. Like entire <laughs> kibbles though, Jarvis, which is weird. Because they get fed at one in the morning, so they don't wake us up in the middle of the night. That's a thing. Uh and that's so weird. That's not You said stuff. it was Whoops, I muted you on accident. I said what? <laughs> you said it was full pieces though? Yeah, three hours. He's he's eating it too fast. Yeah, Mari did that this morning too. Yep, Lebowski used to do that all the time. He would just inhale his food instead of chewing, and then it sits in the stomach and it can't be digested properly because it's not broken down enough, so they toss yeah. it back up. Jarvis is just inhaling at the speed the of The sad thing is he's inhaling it because we probably, well, not probably, we did cut his wet food portion in half. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only laughing because it's Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis is, for you listeners, dear listeners, Jarvis is my 17-pound cat that shot up to being a 19-pound cat because he's a fucking fat ass. It's muscle. <laughs> no, that's the excuse I use, okay? He's big-boned, okay? He's big-boned. I mean, he is big-boned, but... I gotta also. stick up for my plus-size sister. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, speaking of sisters, I watched Shane Dawson's Jeffree Star series and it was <gasps> fan-fucking-tastic. Oh my god, did you see what his next one was gonna be about? It wouldn't even get me no. started. Oh my Look, god. Look, I don't know much about Shane Dawson or, and I know a lot more about Jeffree Star now, but... Yeah. Dude, I cried so much about web series, because, like, I remember Jeffree Star, like, at that age. That yeah. Jeffree Star got popular. You know? I remember his music being on Vampire Freaks. Mm-hmm. com, which was MySpace for goth kids. And then it became a porn <laughs> thing real fast. Oh, did it? Yes. I got, so I only spent Not like a month on there, but I got really into this band called Porcelain and the Tramps, which to this day I still love. I don't care how emo or goth it makes me, whatever. They're Aww. great. She's got one of those like raspy, like gravelly voices and she oh, likes to yell yeah. a lot. She's dope. Um, But but yeah, no, his new series is going to be about Jake Paul. No. Yeah. Stop. The, in, the trailer, in the trailer, what does he say? At the end, he's like, he says, fake or I'm going to hate this. Or <laughs> He said, I'm worried people are going to hate me for doing this. Because I feel like the way Shane Dawson presents things is even like, I hate Tana Mojo. Like, yeah, I think mm-hmm. she is dumb. I cannot stand her. You know, she tried to say that she was sleeping with Mac Miller and that they were together after yeah. he died. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, JK, I'm not. Yeah. We just hung out a couple of times. It. Yeah. I was like, you legit made the most, like, heartfelt post like you were dating. Because you... <sighs> Anyways. And I love Mac Miller. Rest in peace. Like, I love Mac Miller. But uh, I hate Jake Paul. And I'm afraid that I'm going to get even a sliver of sympathy for him. I don't think I will, because, I mean, he's been the same way ever since Vine. He's just escalated. Yeah, I agree. Him and his he has more of a reach now. I yeah. don't, I mean, even when Shane did the Tana stuff, he was like, you know what, you 
you know, that was wrong, right? What you did and how you handled it was wrong. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I know. You're so great for having me on your, like, channel. I can't believe you would do this for me. He's like, you're helping me so much. He's like, yeah, okay, great. Um, We're going to go. <laughs> so I don't think for a second that he's going to, like, try to be on Jake's side or coddle him or whatever. But I'm excited yeah. to see <gasps> what I'll pull out. Cody! Because I promise she's here. Ghost Cody. Up, <laughs> downgrade from Windows Cody. That's what happens when you have to. <gasps> Are you guys here? Yes. Oh, We were just talking about Shane Dawson's new docu-series. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were. It's the trash we love to binge. It wasn't okay, trash, though. He I'm did a good here. job. Yay. But I don't know if it's gonna work. I heard we love trash. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you guys hang out with me. <laughs> oh. You're not trash. You said not- that. Quit. I just love those jokes so much. No one lets me make them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're self-deprecating. Let me self-deprecate. Ooh, sorry, that was my beer hitting my bed frame. <laughs> Not the worst thing that hit. Nope, you stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Maisie gasp. <gasps> <laughs> A child. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, good times. I love it. Um, sweet. Uh, how was everyone's week? Mine was good. I have some exciting news, but I'll save it for the end. Oh, I need it. Really exciting for like me though. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, this is an advice week, right? No. Good, no, just things out. we like. Good. You're like, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't have any advice for nobody. <laughs> Ooh, I finished... Oh, Violet already knows this because I Snapchatted oh. her about it. Oh. I finished Dark Objects and holy shnikes. Yes. Oh I'm, I mean, Sasha, you gotta get on it. And Cody. Oh, the sharp things? The sharp things. <laughs> ah, yes, the critically acclaimed sharp well, things. Well, I started it, but I haven't. I haven't gotten. Haven't. We lost you. I haven't. I'm sorry, Cody. There's going to be a lot of pauses to see if Cody says anything. If she can get through. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, okay. okay. There we go. So no there we spoilers. Go. Okay, no spoilers. Just know you'll scream. No. <laughs> I I love the way, I'm not going to spoil it, but Maisie Snapchatted me something, and I was like, I just have to go along with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew more. I knew more. But it was great. It was dope. I mean, I wasn't wrong. Mm, no, no. Nope, there's but... just more to it. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um. 
But yeah, I'm very glad you finished Sharp Objects. I love that show very much. Yoy, yoy. HBO is not disappointing when it comes to their uh, female oh. lead HBO series. Oh, I know. Ugh, Big Little Lies. I, I like Sharp Objects way more than Big Little Lies, though. And I thought nothing could top Big Little Lies. Maybe. That made me want to, like, cry and come to you guys and hug you and be like, I just love how strong you guys are. Like, that, that show got to me. Yeah. But this show, like, took it in a whole different direction. Is there going to be a season two? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No. There's only one book. I wish they'd do something with Dark Places, because I started reading that, um, because there's uh, the first, like, three chapters are at the back of Sharp Objects. Um, and there is a movie for Dark Places, but it sucked. <laughs> it so oh, bad. really? Yeah, and Charlize Theron is the lead role. Oh. How could you mess that up? Like, yeah. it's, it's the easiest. Yeah. I remember being like, I'm so done. I'm so bored. I don't care. Like, you can tell, like, Charlize Theron was trying so hard to work with what she was given. Yeah. But I remember this one scene. You could just tell that that director was just like, be completely different than how you were acting two seconds ago. Aww. She's, like, just talking to this guy and kind of staring him down, and then all of a sudden she's like, get out of here! And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but not in a realistic way, just like I did. Right. <laughs> it's a bit aggressive, isn't it? <laughs> a bit aggressive. <laughs> um, I'm waiting to see if my boyfriend's going to get murdered by the hurricane this week. Oof. He, lives, he lives, like, 60 miles off the coast. Can he? Can he go somewhere? I was trying to get him here, but it's not going to... So it's weird because his city is literally, like, mere miles outside of the evacuation zone. But I feel like they would overshoot the evacuation zone, right? So, I don't Yeah. Know. So, uh, keep Eric in your thoughts. <laughs> Aww. Everything's closed. I was going to send him money to come down because we don't get paid until Friday. So, you know how that paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck life is. Yep. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll just, and you can stay and we'll drive down to Atlanta together and then you can go home. Uh, but Walmart and like everywhere, banks everywhere is closed right now. You know, it's bad if Walmart's closed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Oh, yeah. For one hundo. Dang. Walmart doesn't close for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, neither does certain companies. Bar smugs. <laughs> that may or may not rhyme. <laughs> um, um, a lot of places don't anymore, but... I mean, I don't fine. care because I don't really celebrate them. And also, I like doing things on my days off. But I guess when people don't get the chance to have a day off, that's not cool either. I yeah, it, it does. Well, and I feel like now, because of the way, like, Christmas is, uh, instead of, like... You know, oh, we get time and a half and we work on Christmas. Like, you really feel like you work for it. Like, yeah. my worst days of the year are always on the holidays. Like, I they beat feel me like down verbally. It's worth it. <sighs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I really wonder. Like, a couple of years ago, when I got cussed out and threatened, and this guy was like yelling in my face and called me a whore and a slut. Um, just, I assume, because I'm a woman, because he's never met me in his entire life, so how would he know my... Per, per, 
Oh, what's the word? References? Pro proclivities. There we go. <laughs> uh, um, but anyways, yeah, it was awful. I hate people on the holidays. I hate, hate people them. all the time. Well, that's fair, too. <laughs> I mean, not really. I like people. It's okay. All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be more positive. Yeah, it's not easy. Nope. It's very easy to be like, no, I hate people. I knew it was going to be hard because I'm trying to do the same thing when, like, uh, that amazing, amazing podcast uh, shouted us out today, or I heard it today. I don't know. She. Oh, man. I know her name's Shannon. Sincerely Disturbed? Yes. Wasn't that so nice? That seriously melted my heart. Like, it just made me feel so much better about hating our president. (laughs) But no, genuinely, that was super sweet. It was super cool. And I love her voice. It sounds like Cody's. (laughs) Even the way when she was saying our names and she said Cody, it sounded like the way Cody says her name. And I was like... (laughs) Cody? So cute. I love it. Shout out to Sarely Disturbed, but you don't have to shout us out again. Don't worry. Yeah, don't We're not going to be in a shout out off. <laughs> it's like that episode of The Office where Dwight and Andy are trying to like uh, do favors for each other. Mm. <laughs> Dwight brings bagels and he's like, you owe me one. <laughs> oh, no. So then they're like constantly holding the door open for each other and pushing each other's seat in. Can you imagine if that's how we shout out another podcast? Okay, now you owe me one. <laughs> uh, I would only do that with like big podcasts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like Karen Kilgariff, you gotta gotta give me some credit here. Oh my god. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I would die, actually. Yeah, I would, I would bury myself. Be deceased. <laughs> I would write myself into an Edgar Allan Poe scenario and just die. <laughs> like, I gotta go. Everybody, I've peaked. <laughs> I've peaked. This oh, is I think it. there's a body in my basement. <laughs> I don't have a basement. <laughs> Cast of Roman Tolado, anyone? No, just me? I got it. Yes. I get girl. it, Vegeta. Aw, Jer said, you know what's really the best? And I was like, what? And he's like, that... Y- Violet guessed yours, and you guessed Violet's. I know. You guys are best friend life. Even though you won't watch the It remake. I will watch it. I left it at your house. I'm not watching it without you. You have to come (laughs) down that journey with me. I laughed so hard. Spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen the new It remake. You laugh? I laughed so hard. Because at one point, Ben, the chunky kid, mm-hmm. is like, oh yeah, Derry used to be a <laughs> a beaver rescue community or something. Or a, a beaver, something to do with beavers. Anyways, and Richie goes, still is, am I right, boys? <laughs> and I was seriously, like, crying, laughing. And I was like, it's so weird. I was, like, by myself painting stuff today. And I was just like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> slapping over this dumb joke. Cody says she's here in spirit. 
She literally is Ghost Cody. She's ghosted. Aww. It's okay. If you want to say anything, just type it and we'll read it. We promise. <laughs> I am here, but my weather is awful. Oh, I should that... just go to the store. That came in so well, though. If that the was weather's so awful, don't drive to the store. <laughs> Wait, she needs to be able to go make milk sandwiches. To internet and not leave you guys hanging. No, oh, we the store, not the grocery store. Ooh, I don't like <laughs> driving in the rain. Milk sandwiches. Have that one. <laughs> I got one. Did you say milk sandwiches? I did. That's what I say when everybody goes to the store for bread and milk. What you gonna make? Milk sandwiches? <laughs> I was like, I don't get that reference. <laughs> that is such a common thing. It is. Here. It is. I wish I could take credit for this. Where'd you where'd you hear it from, Sasha? The East Tennessee. <laughs> oh. No, it happens everywhere, I'm pretty sure. East Tennessee does it for snow though, which is odd. Because, mm-hmm. like I noticed I've been watching people Snapchat from like the the hurricane prep and stuff. And uh, <clears throat> they were all like, Oh, my voice, wow. <laughs> um <laughs> uh they were all getting like water and like protein powder, you know, like and Ew. like non perishables and Gatorade. And I was like, that's so smart. And they were filling their bathtubs with water so they could flush their toilets. Ah. There's a lot of really great hurricane stuff. Yeah. Uh, if there's anything that you like, if you have to evacuate your house and there's anything that you definitely want to keep safe and dry. Dishwasher. You put it in your dishwasher. Yeah. Dang, that is smart. Because it's if you have cabinets and waterproof. If you have a pool and you have like deck chairs and umbrellas, put that stuff in the pool. Oh, that's fucking smart. Yeah, oh, Dad yeah. had to do that. Huh. Not this time, but the last hurricane season they had. Dang, that is smart. Yeah, they were like, why. okay, this hurricane. I don't. I think maybe it was Andrew. I don't know. Was headed straight toward where my dad lives in the west side of Florida. And everybody's, like, evacuating and, like, the stores are sold out and everything else. And dad, like, sends me a picture from his pool of him in the pool. (laughs) We're waiting out. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I mean, okay, this is going to sound dumb. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say it. Just act like I didn't even think. Say it. Hi, editing Sasha. (laughs) No, you say it. No, I was like. I was like, damn, wouldn't that be cool if you could just like, live underwater during a hurricane? <laughs> I was about to say, what if they flipped bowls upside down and put their heads in them so they could stay under the water? Be like Sandy from SpongeBob. I'll just get my little suit. Hell yeah. Learn karate. That's probably because... not recommended. But <laughs> please do not take our hurricane advice. <laughs> Hi, we live in the mountains. Yeah. Well, this is going well. <laughs> I like us. <laughs> you know, that's that's something I'm working on. I like me. Oh man, we've got to talk about this girl. Or I'm sorry, she's a woman. I don't know why I call everyone girls. She's a woman. She's a researcher, and she does research on vulnerability. Her name is Brene Brown. I think is her last name, and her TED talks are fire. And I just 
trying to love myself because I deserve love. Trying to be vulnerable. It's dumb. I love it. It's great. It's dumb. It's dumb. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I like like that Sasha says that about, like, these really great inspirational things. (laughs) I feel that way about, like, that weird pop epic team anime we watched where they were just... (laughs) Yes. School girls with deep man voices. Before chicken. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't get it. Dumb, but I love it. Like that's how I describe team mom. That should just show the levels of intelligence we're on here, Sasha. Hey, I'm smart. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that you think TED Talks are dumb, but you love them. I'm like, I love reality TV. <laughs> I don't know if this is important or not, but Bobby Bones is on Dancing with the Stars. Who is Bobby Bones? He's a radio personality. The Bobby Bones Show. I have never... Me neither. Okay, cool. I thought it was important. It's not. I knew something about reality TV. I'm just gonna say it. No, he's a... He's a... Wait, I'm so... I mean, that sounds like what I would name myself if I was like a horror host. I'm Bobby Bones. Maybe he is. Maybe, yeah. Oh my gosh. Guys, it's thundering outside and Mari's sitting outside and she's like cocking her head at the thunder. Oh. She's That's like, bring it. Bitch. Funny. She's like, <laughs> are you? Are you talking to me? Dear God, it's me, Mari. Oh man, that whole Jeffree Star talking to God part of that series was the best. <laughs> I don't know if I remember that part. Oh, and... outside to sit in his yeah. chair to talk to God. That's right. <laughs> I can't tell you any of the rest of it because it's part. It's the too offensive to talk about in a podcast part. <laughs> um, <Ugh>. Yeah. <laughs> After that came out, he's like launching all kinds of stuff. Dude, I love Jeffrey Star though. Okay, but. I was, like, real sketch because I still don't know how to feel about about people that do stuff like that. And then, you know. Stuff like what? Like, have a shitty past and then well, like, and like, try to change? Well, okay. But that being said, that whole Olivia Munn business. Well, I don't know that business. Ooh, okay. So <laughs> Olivia Munn is in the new Predator movie. Uh which I'm very excited about. Um, but Shane Black, the director, hired one of his friends who is a convicted, went to jail, whole nine yards, a sex offender. He tried to sleep with a 14-year-old girl who I think was his cousin or niece. Ew, also gross. It was like a family member, but kind of distant. Yeah. Like Not that wrong. Yeah. yeah well, okay. But someone made the point. So Olivia Munn got the scene taken out of the movie that that guy was in, which I think is great. And, of course, everyone's, like, damning her for it. And there was this really great article and this uh, statement that Key from Key and Peele wrote um, that was, like, this is why women don't speak up about these things right away because you guys don't believe her, like, even if she does or you damn her and... And But there was also, like, a flip to it, and they're like, so this man spent his time in prison and, you know, did time for his crime. Like, when does he get to try and assimilate back into society? Which I know is completely different, completely different from what Jeffree started. Right. 
you know, like, the only I think sex offenders is never, and I know that's fucking wrong, but fuck them. No, I, I mean, I, I feel kind of the same, but I always, like, feel kind of, not kind of bad, but I feel like maybe I'm too harsh. Maybe I'm, I have double standards, you know? Yeah, but I think, I think we're in a time now, whether, like that, um, oh my god, I don't remember her name. She was, uh, Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend, and she, oh. you, do you remember that? She apparently had, not apparently, because he said it happened, um, sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm her TV son or movie son or whatever movie they were in together. And I feel like the thing, like the same thing is going to happen, whether she gets arrested or goes to trial or not, she may never work again. Yeah. Whether it's a, it's a male predator or a female predator. I think that's, it's just in that time where everybody's like, Nope, don't fucking come here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that was like Olivia Munn's thing was saying, she was like, I'm not trying to get the movie like, protested or boycotted. She's like, it's a great movie, but this was a decision that was made, and no one was informed about this guy's status. Right. So... Yeah, that was really wrong. And for the director or the producer or whoever that hired him on to be like, oh, yeah, I had no idea. Well... And then he was like, oh, yeah, never, yeah, I did know. So Shane Black said he he didn't know the extent of it, which is kind of a lie, and he said that he wouldn't make this mistake again, but apparently he's been casting this guy in movies for years. He's in Iron Man 2 and 3, I think. Yeah. And the other guys that he directed, which, like I said, I like Shane Black. I really do. Like, or I like his movies, I should say. I don't know about him as a person, but, but like, yeah. And I feel bad because Olivia Munn feels ostracized because she says that no one wants to stand with her, but I guess it's kind of seeming convoluted or I don't know if it's just the right, like, wrong timing, but a lot of her other co-stars are, like, out doing other movie movies oh hello mari (laughs) i know sorry (laughs) tell them that thunder what for (laughs) yeah i think the whole thing is just it's interesting to see how it's gonna play out oh my god (laughs) (laughs) she's telling it what is up sorry for my little monster (laughs) (laughs) because i'm trying to be a more positive person Mm-hmm. I want to clarify that I don't always believe that for all sex offenders. I just feel very strongly about it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of do too. <laughs> like, is that I, I def, I mean, it's hard I, not to. I'm pretty sure it was either last podcast or the one before that I was yelling about Louis C.K. Yeah, he didn't go to jail or anything, though. He just, like, stayed out of the media for nine months. Like, whoop do you fucking do? Still angry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god. And Season Sorry came and did like a pop-up show. Or I guess like a really late delayed one or whatever. And everyone at work was like, I'm going to try to get tickets. And I was like, seething. Was it, is Season Sorry proved innocent though? It's still, didn't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I thought the woman retracted everything. Was that proved innocent or was that bullied into retracting a statement? Oh, I don't oh. know. I just, I just don't know, and I don't know how I feel about it, but I just wanted to tell everybody about how I felt about it, but I was at work. Yeah. (laughs) And so I didn't. 
my fingers crossed that it didn't happen and she retracted her statement and he if that is the case that he doesn't suffer negative penalties but i mean he didn't obviously he's still selling yeah those, but. very true man i knew i was gonna get angry but i didn't know i was gonna get angry <laughs> no, no no it's okay it's okay there's a difference in those two angries i accidentally oh. ran into my mom about marijuana <laughs> Accidentally? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it went fine, but I get in those tangents where, like, you just start going, and then you're like, oh, wow, I'm having this conversation with my mother. <laughs> my my very sweet, conservative <laughs> mother. <laughs> Your mother. But she does hate our president, so bless up. <laughs> oh look at that we're making strides <laughs> yeah. i got i gotta take small small victories uh... i remember when she tried to to use the well he's our president we should respect him and then i like annihilated her on that because i can't keep my mouth shut about it i really did i was like hmm well i'll respect him when he respects women and then i went on the standard and so now <laughs> she doesn't but <laughs> and this pumpkin is Wrong. <laughs> pumpkin oh, is strong with this one. I had pu- one pumpkin last night and fell asleep on the couch. It was pleasant. Mm. Um, but no, can we go back to the fact that you used the word annihilate in a sentence about your mom? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't live there. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Alright. <laughs> we got storms coming well, so, and th- so the fun thing about this hurricane is, like, everyone's like, oh, it'll miss Tennessee and Georgia entirely. And then apparently it's changing course. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's supposed to be outside for my tough mother on Saturday. So, oh. fingers crossed, it doesn't fucking suck. Also, yeah. our friend is joining us from Atlanta <laughs> to run it. So, like, I hope if he, if it does happen, like, he's not driving while they're, I don't know. Anyway. I guess we just went down into a spiral of what I'm secretly worried about. <laughs> well, you know, it's better that we talk about it here than you <laughs> hold it in. Right. Not, not talking at all. And ultimately, you have the power, and you can cut it out if you want. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I won't. I'm just trying to summarize what we've been talking about. We hate men, but not our moms. Not all men. <laughs> Wait. <of> them. <laughs> our moms aren't men. <laughs> Oh. I mean, and if your mom is a man, oh man, this is getting real late. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> let's back it up. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. <laughs> All parents that are great parents are valid parents. Done. And if you have a non-valid parent, I feel you. Not You're still parents. valid. <laughs> You're good. Just not oh, to me. Oh man, this is like such a thing about <laughs> Brene Brown because she was talking about not getting the parenting you needed and how that creates a feeling of shame and not a feeling of guilt and like guilt is a positive feeling somehow and shame is a negative feeling anyway oh, everyone should go listen to uh that ted talk the end thanks for coming to my ted talk it sounds heavy <laughs> it's, not, it's actually really 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 funny and i'm a lot like her so it was very great okay I fine thought, i'll listen it was I, 20 minutes I thought of you today, Sasha, while I was watching the It remake. How? Because I have it. 
Oh, oh, I watched it on HBO. <laughs> I know, I was so bummed. I was like, Eric, I left fucking it at Sasha's. I can't watch it while I craft. He's like, oh, it's on HBO. Nope. Anyways, uh, the kid, Eddie, that carries around a fanny pack, isn't really scared of germs. <laughs> and not like that you're scared of germs, but it just reminded me of you because there's a scene where uh, he realizes that his mom has been kind of tricking him into thinking he's sick. Uh, and he holds the pills up to his mom. And he's like, do you know what these are, mom? They're not, they're not pills. They're gazebos instead of <laughs> And I was like, I bet that was like nine, like eight year old Sasha. I was oh, like, for sure. These are gazebos. <laughs> you know a really, really embarrassing story about me. Yes, always. always. Okay. I might have told this one. It's pretty common. Anyway, it is one of my most embarrassing stories. So I'm going to read at like age three and a half. And uh, so by the time I got to kindergarten, I was stupid reading. Like, too much reading. Too much reading for a kid my age. And to shut me up, my mom, because I talked a lot also, in the grocery store would hand me like very processed foods and have me read the ingredients out loud or pick a magazine up at the beginning of the story <coughs> and make me read it also. Oh. So that way I just stopped talking because it was a lot. Um, and so I'm reading this magazine and it's got an ad and it's got a guy in it and it's like, do you have trouble waking up? Are you tired <laughs> all the time? Uh, do you sometimes have like random bruises that you can't explain? You might have prostate cancer. See your doctor today. <laughs> and so I start crying. And I'm like, Mom, I'm like 100% sure I have prostate cancer. And she's like, that's not possible. <laughs> and I was like, no, read the symptoms. Like, it's totally <laughs> possible. That's me, Mom. <laughs> yep. She did not tell me why it wasn't possible. I just had to sit in that sadness for like a few days. And then I forgot all about it. <laughs> That's so, like, kind of precious. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like that's even cuter than me thinking I was pregnant when I had the water belly. Oh, too, for sure, because I, I thought I could feel a heartbeat down there. Yeah, because like if you shake it. <laughs> okay, oh, sorry. Good times. Children oh, are so pure. God. So pure. Speaking of pure, I bet this case that Maisie has prepared for us isn't so pure. But a good segue. Oh, man. I was just waiting for my moment. Watch it be purer than pure. Watch it just be so saintly. It's going to have a great ending. All of our cases always do. They never end sad. It's not like we ever cried on this podcast before. Well, if it makes you feel better, I'm going to start out with the sad stuff and then work our way back. Ah, nuts. Ah, nuts. <laughs> I always think of Uncle Buck when he's like, what's another word for balls? Since I can't say balls, and he's like walking down the hallway and he goes, nuts. Nuts. You know that's where my parents got my name? Oh, Uncle Buck. Yeah, not nuts. I was like, what? That's <laughs> maybe some kind of weird Brazil nut. Like, I'm <laughs> trying to wreck my brain over it. I did, I did, and I know your middle name is from Seinfeld. Aww. Yep, true story. <laughs> you know what I'm watching right now, and then I'll let you get into it? What? I'm going back, I finished, for the first time, 
I finally finished American Horror Story Coven. Oh, good! And I'm going through Freak Show, and I just got to Neil Patrick Harris. I skipped them because I hated them. Not Neil Patrick Harris. Just those seasons. <laughs> I got, like, six episodes in with Maisie on Freak Show, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. Did we really not finish it? I didn't. You did, but I was like, I'm really done. I think I got you into Game of Thrones and we switched to that. Oh, that's right. Then everything, then the rest of that year was a blur. Yeah. <laughs> it was all Edward Scissorhands eating corn. <laughs> a coworker, the 19-year-old young coworker just started watching Game of Thrones with her mom. And oh my God. I've seen, I know, I was like, are you sure? She was like, oh yeah, if she just leaves when she's uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, okay, there. <laughs> so she just doesn't watch some of the episodes. <laughs> well, I saw, like, it's been two weeks. And I've only seen her, like, three times, and every time she's like, we just finished another season. And last time, she was like, we just finished season four. I was like, damn, you guys are flying. Yeah, whoa. Flying. That's fair, though. I was watching Freak Show last night, and my mom sat down, and she was like, oh, I love Michael Chiklis. And I was like, do I tell her now that he's, like, cheating on his three-tittied hermaphrodite wife with a man who's also a hustler and he's murdering freaks, including the smallest woman in the world. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, when do I, when do I tell when do him? I break the news? I didn't. <laughs> I just let her, and she was like, oh. I, I was taking pictures and sending it to Eric, because she would, like, have food in her mouth and gasp, and just popcorn would go everywhere. Like, Michael Chiklis, no! <laughs> it was so funny. She was like, don't kill the little baby woman! <laughs> little baby woman, oh my god. That was seriously. That's where I quit last time, though. Remember? I was like, yeah. nah, I'm done. You kill well, my petite, you kill my heart. That's true. That's fair. We started, we finally watched Black Panther, and when <gasps> Angela Bassett came on the screen, I was like, Angela Bassett! Joan's like, who's that? I was like, shut your mouth, she's talking! <laughs> shut your mouth, she's talking! That's how I feel with her, though. I saw her in a trailer for a movie. I don't even remember what the movie's about, but I remember being like, I want to see that. But just because she's in it, I just love her. <laughs> There's a, that, um, it's not Rescue 911, it's, I think it's just called 911, show that's on either Hulu or HBO. It's about first responders and police, and fuck, it's good. Really? Yeah, I cry every episode. She's in that, too. Oh, God. Of course, she's a badass. Obviously. Dude, I, she really turned it around and coven for me. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'd I, be like, you could I say still, all over me, like, I wouldn't be mad at it. I still hated <laughs> Coven, and I still hate Freak Show real bad. But mm -hmm. but Apocalypse is going to tie in all seven seasons, so I have to watch them now. I haven't seen the one before the newest one. Me neither, but I know I'm going to love it. Cult? You haven't seen Cult? Yeah. It's pretty much about the world like falling into the apocalypse because Donald Trump gets elected. <laughs> That's what I took away from the trailer, at least. The lesbians are upset, so I'm upset. <laughs> That's fair. The lesbians know all. <laughs> well, it's Sarah Paulson and the girl that played Kim from Scott Pilgrim. So oh. Why wouldn't I? <gasps> oh. Yeah, that season's going to be great. Everyone's like, I didn't really like it because I don't like how political it got. And I was like, I'll be fine. <laughs> you're like we are everyone's political now whether you like it or not oh damn okay we ready yes i'm so sorry no i love it i will <laughs> always talk about angela bassett um so the last two episodes violet 
and Sasha have done <laughs> a game, for a lack of a better word, where you have to guess if a case is real or not. Um, those episodes, I feel like, got a lot of good feedback. So I kind of did something similar, but not really. So I got this list, or this story, nope, this case, it's definitely real, um, from a Ranker article called Serial Killers Killing in the Same City at the Same Time. So I'm going to tell you about one serial killer, and you guys got to guess who else was serially killing at the same time. In the same city? In the same city. Oh, my God. I love you guys so much. <laughs> I've had four beers. It's time. Yes. Game on. Four yeah, I've had four beers. It's time. Huh? Four, four pumpkins? No. Oh okay. My God. I was like, you're handling it very well. No. I've had one blue moon, one Belgian white, one oh, pumpkin ale. Which is cute, because that's, like, anyways. Uh, and then one pumpkin, but. So you've had two waters and two beers? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Essentially. I'm kidding. I love Blue Moon. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, though. It's orange-flavored water. <laughs> Carry on. Okay, so, this is the case of the Milwaukee Northside Strangler. So, what I'm going to do first is tell you about all the victims in the days like the dates that they were murdered and then we're going to tie into a person and maybe why or why not it took them a while to catch them okay great there's your synopsis (laughs) all right on october 10th 1986 deborah l harris 31 was found strangled in the uh minomi nope minomani River in Milwaukee. Um, October 11th, 1986, Tanya L. Miller, 19, was found strangled between a house and a garage. April 24th, 1995, Florence McCormick, 28, was found strangled in the basement of a vacant home by the workers set to do repairs. The home had been boarded up except for one broken window. In June 27th, 1995, Sheila Farrier, 37, was found strangled um, by the owner of a vacant resident, residence, residence, yep, Um, when they went to inspect the remodeling work and he had discovered her body in the bedroom. On August 30th, 1995, Jessica Payne, who was 16, was labeled a quote, unquote, runaway, I put that in quotes because I don't like that word, Um, was found with her throat slashed and strangled, which seemed unnecessary. Um, June 20th, 1997, Joyce Mims, 41, was found strangled, also found in a vacant home by renovators. Her family had seen her leaving her house two days prior. April 27th, 2007, 10 years, 10 years since last murder. Um, I really hope I don't mess up this name. I'm so sorry if I do. Uethren, O-U-I-T-H-R-E-A-N. Uethren Stokes, 28, was also found in a vacant residence by two um, building inspectors. So all of, the, all of these victims between the years of 1986 and 2007 were 
sex workers who were women of color except for one, which was Jessica Payne, a 16-year-old. So during this time, they they know they have a serial killer on their hands, one of them, but they don't they don't know who committed these committed the crimes. The D they found DNA samples. So I just read you seven different victims. They found DNA samples on all seven. On six of them, there was semen samples. Now there was never in anything that I read or watched, there was never anything about rape. So there was just semen on them, which is disgusting, obviously. And there was so that semen was found on bodies and on the seventh, the last one, which was um, the one in 2000, there was um, blood evidence that was left on a can of pepper spray discovered at the scene of her murder. So she at least put up a fight. <sighs> so, like I said, they had this, they had DNA on all of them. They ran the DNA. It didn't match. They didn't have anyone in their system that matched it, but all the DNA was the same throughout all the cases. So they kind of hit a wall because they don't have a match. And they, so they run the DNA through the database against other crimes against sex workers going back as far as they can, which gets two hits. The DNA matched two other murders, the 1992 murder of Irene Smith, who was 25, and the 1994 murder of Karen Kilpatrick, who was 32. So, altogether, after 2007, we have nine victims, all have the same one type of DNA on them. So, like I said before... There was no hits in the system as as far as it goes for, like, a suspect. So, in 2000, in the year 2000, finally, Wisconsin uh, required all felons to provide DNA, which seems insane that it wasn't done before that. No, if you were a felon in Wisconsin, you didn't have to give your DNA until 2000. What? I had a hard... I'm just shocked. Like... Yeah. Like, once you become a felon, there's, like... I don't know how to put this the right way. But, like, it's undeniable that you lose some of your rights. You're no longer allowed to carry arms. Like, you you have worse jail sentences. Like, those are the rules. Um, So, like... I mean... Okay, so I see in the other end where it's like, well, if you give them DNA, then you can just tie them to, like, every single crime. But at the same time, it's, like, crimes they've committed. So, yes, they should be able to do that. Yeah. It's it's forked up. It's pretty forked up. 2000, I felt, was super, super late to do that. Now, I didn't even – I should have done this, but I didn't look up when other states allowed or, like, required there to be DNA tests for felons. But, good Lord, 2000 seems like – nuts even though that was 18 years ago which seems insane um anyway (laughs) so 
now we're going to talk about this guy because eventually he is arrested, spoiler alert, for being the, uh, what is this title that the news gave him? The North Side Strangler. So Walter E. Ellis, um, between the years of 1981 and 1998, he was criminally charged 12 times. And uh, um, here we go, for violent or property crimes. Um, his last conviction was 1998, two years before the DNA samples were required. So what had happened was, in his earlier years of being in jail, he kind of lay low. He got to go out and do a halfway house. And while he was in the halfway house in 1992, he just left one night because the guards were, like, kind of lax and would, you know, like, take bribes from the people in the halfway house. If they wanted to leave, if the guards got something out of it, they were fine with it. So in 1992, <clears throat> he leaves the halfway house, and he just doesn't go back. And apparently that is the day that he committed the murder of Irene Smith. Because they let him out of the halfway house. Um, he's in and out of jail for, like I said, violent property crimes. He beats a girlfriend up with a hammer. He like, tries to choke another woman with a screwdriver. And fortunately, they all lived. But he's in and out of jail. And as he's in and out, he is, like, sneakingly going underneath the radar. So I think it was in... 1995 he talked his cellmate into giving his dna instead of um like instead of ellis's so he basically talked his cellmate into giving his dna again and they didn't catch it the corrections facility didn't catch that they had double dna for one guy and no dna for another now that's when it wasn't required but i guess they still took it depending on the charges um, he did it again in 2001 after he was um, arrested for the last time in 1998. Again, he talked his cellmate into using his DNA again. Um, how he was arrested was, this is wild. Okay. So his name kept coming up because I don't know how big Milwaukee is, but I feel like if you've been arrested 12 times for felony charges like your name's probably <laughs> in the ether you know like police probably know your face um his name kept coming up when it came to these murders now in 2007 they were part of the cold case unit so the police were like you know what we we just kind of want to see what this guy's deal is so he had been released and uh, they get approved for a search warrant for his house. And they get a toothbrush and a razor blade. And they run that DNA in the system. And it matches to all seven victims. And then it matches not... They don't think that he necessarily murdered Irene or um, Karen Kilpatrick because they can't really prove it. But they link his DNA to all seven other murders. 
because when there's dead bodies. Okay. Yeah. No. Here's the thing. Like, even the murderpedia on this guy is sparse. Hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I don't understand why he didn't. He wasn't really charged for those. But yeah, they. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Maybe it's like cause of death was choking. Well, they were stabbed. That's the thing. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, he was known for strangling, and they didn't think it was part of the, like, the same guy done it because these other two had been stabbed. Well, but his DNA was still there. very common. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, where was I? Okay, so they finally, yeah, they test his DNA. It is with all the others. Um, it's him. They arrest him. They find him, not at his house, but at a motel. And uh, he puts up a fight, and that his he's arrested in September two thousand nine. Uh, da da da. Oh, so, okay. So once they find his DNA, they're like, "What the fuck? Why didn't we have this? If he's done this before?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know. That's a good question." So this case ultimately promoted a state audit for Wisconsin, which found. Over 17,000 offender DNA samples missing from the crime lab database. Did they check for duplicates also? Yeah, obviously not, because that he had two cellmates that doubled their DNA. So he didn't have to. 17,000! This is so ridiculous. <laughs> and so, and every, like, police are like, WTF, like, how do you get away, like, how do you lose 17,000 offender samples in the the crime lab or whoever does that? It's just like, oh, well, uh, we were busy. 17,000? You were busy? It's not like you run Black Friday sales. <laughs> like, try again. What are you doing? You're not a mother of three. Try again. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, he is charged. Justice is served. He is charged with seven life sentences with no possibility of parole in February 24th of 2011. Um, It kind of sucks here. He served for three years and he died of natural causes on December 1st of 2013. So this fucking guy, the Northside Strangler, was on a 21-year killing spree and had... Up to nine victims. Seven confirmed, but up to nine. What the fuck? All because DNA samples were lost. And he was, like, kind of cunning. Do you want to guess? Do you want to guess who was also killing at that time? In Milwaukee? In the 90s. Uh... From 86, between 86 and, nope, 78 and 91. In, in the Northeast. Was it a woman? Nope. No. Okay. I got nothing. Um, it, it was. It's a big guy. You're going to be mad. It's not Bundy. It's not John Wayne Gacy. Oh, it's one of the those, though. Like, the names everyone knows. Yeah, this serial killer 
kind of put um, Walter Ellis on the back burner for a while because the police were so busy. And they tried to pin him with his, like, they tried to pin the other serial killer with his murders, but the M.O.s were so different. Yeah. Ooh. Um, oh, why do I know? Th- I think this was in Mindhunter. Um... Oh, probably. Now I, I want to watch it again. Don't read it. <laughs> the reading is good. I, but I mean, the show's probably Fincher... great, too. <laughs> I was going to oh. say, David Fincher directed it. Like, that's my, um... that's my boy. It's the, is it the guy that picked up boys on the side of the road? Yep. Do you know his name? You know his name. That wasn't Bundy? No. Boys. <gasps> oh, 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 It's not Dahmer, is it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jeffy, Jeffy Dahmer. Our good old boy Jeffy Dahmer. Jimmy Dahmer. <laughs> Jeffy. Well, that's a uh, runner-up if I've ever heard one. Wait, I stole that joke from the ringer. Well, it's, that's why it's the title runner-up. There we go. Because, you know, he, he like rigs the Special Olympics and he's like, my name's Jeffy and I like to eat apples. And they're like, what's his last name? And he says, Dahmer. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so... Is the killer that you talked about Willis, right? I can't remember his last name. Walter Ellis. So yeah, Walter. <laughs> I just yeah, there we go. W. Yep. Uh, was he also a person of color? Yes, he was. Okay, oh. so I find this fascinating because almost all serial killers kill their race. Yeah. Like I guess since it's such a personal thing, and like it's like you feel most comfortable with the people around you and they therefore therefore you feel most powerful around it it's like i just i don't know why i just find it fascinating that... yeah so he actually had one victim that was white um in 1994 just young and not a not a sex worker so yeah like i think yeah. that was just wrong place wrong time like i don't yeah also her throat was slashed that's that's where they were like that one doesn't add up but I mean, it's in the same year as two others. So in 1995, he was rampant. I wonder if it was just a courage thing. Like, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, the timeline of these murders, anytime there's a gap, he was in jail. And he got out because he could fly out of the system or he was, he bribed guards to get information on other like prisoners and like what the fuck <laughs> like it's so messed yeah. up then all you could do is hope that it's a little bit better now well and then like that no one put all those things together i don't know like i know that no one's charting anything out but like yeah but 21 years in 21 years you can go through how many different detectives or how many officers it wasn't until ugh, in 2000 early 2007 is when they started a cold case like unit and a task force for this specific case. It's crazy. Yeah, and then I think an article said like 18 weeks after the task force started is when he was arrested. So once they were on it, they weren't <laughs> they weren't fucking around. Like they wanted to know who did that to these women, which I think is I mean it's a long time coming, but at least it happened because he was 
I mean, he got seven consecutive life sentences. He just didn't get to serve one of them. He died. But I don't know what natural causes is. I hope that it was painful. You piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I think another thing that Mindhunter mentioned was that up until, I guess, not maybe this guy, but like in this era, um, the standard serial killer was between 20 and 40 and a white, like, loner male. Like, yeah. It was almost always that profile. And so I think that they also said that, like, that kind of lended to him sneaking by for so long because they yeah. didn't expect that kind of criminal. well and he had all these other charges and they they were you know they were violent but i don't know like i guess yeah and then i think the other weird thing is like serial killers typically are pretty good the rest of the time like they don't commit other crimes right he started committing other crimes hmm. and then it just escalated weird yeah his first arrest was in 1981 and his first killing was in 1986 i also think we lost cody oh damn like for real yeah oh. i know she would have loved that Dahmer shit too oh, <laughs> cody. this one's for you cody <laughs> i wonder if she lost power maybe oh, oh, possibly damn i hope francis bean is okay <laughs> and the other cats and the other cats and her child and her husband, but like <laughs> Save the Bean. Dude, Maisie, that was dope. That was dope. Thanks. Um, my sources were Ranker, Murderpedia, obviously, and then WISN twelve news out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I love local articles about stuff because you can just tell that those article writers are like hype. Yeah, and they're mad about it. About. I honestly tried to watch because the WISN 12 News is a YouTube channel. That's what I watched. Hmm. And they had um, like a press conference about this guy from 2009. Oh my God, what a snooze fest. Like, <laughs> press conferences are just not for me. <laughs> Look, not everything can be the Golden State Killer. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know what's happening anymore. I quit listening. <laughs> Hopefully people don't quit listening to this one. Oh, no. Clearly uh, not. Oh. But, yeah. There's your game. I wonder if Cody will continue the game. I feel like she won't because she is punk rock. <laughs> She's like, fuck this. <laughs> she probably Yeah, I was going to say, it would be, I feel like Cody's game would be really, really hard, too. Yeah. <laughs> Hers is all about conspiracy. <laughs> Yeah. So we would think it was one thing. Am I echoing? We've all been echoing this episode. Okay, I was going to say, I heard echoing earlier, but... Sorry, there's some things I can't fix, and Google Hangouts is one of them. Okay. Recording is back on. Maisie, I'm proud of you and what you've accomplished. Oh, shucks. It was a dope episode. Do you wait just until she said recording's back on? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I only uh, bump up my girls when the recording is on. Only. Hello, Elle. Oh, man. 
Um, sweet. So I guess uh, it's things we love this week. Things we love. Obviously, sharp objects. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I finished Castle Rock this week. Have one more episode, and I have to wait for John to get home. I'll be honest, <laughs> like, I, I don't know if I can put it in things I love, because I'm kind of upset about it. But... Oh, no. <sighs> I'll talk to you about it later. When you watch it, just text me. I'll probably be asleep, because I'm a pussy, and I fell asleep at, like, 1030 now, but. Okay, I'll yeah. snap you, girl. But, yeah, I I really want to hear other people's thoughts, because I was the whole, the whole okay let's just be honest what i love about that show is jane levy yep and eric made a comment about it and i don't care he's like you probably just like her because she looks like sasha and i was like fair point i do love her damn right eric <laughs> <laughs> well at first he said you have a girl crush on her and i was like i was like i do not she looks like my best friend he's like even more of a point point. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i do not have a crush on my best friend jeez no, that would be weird yeah no he's my more than a friend less than a lover everyone yeah. knows that <laughs> it's totally exactly normal right. it's not weird at all um everybody should have one but no really should it's great I also just love these stupid little date nights that Eric and I get to do because we caught up with My Hero Academia, which I still love. Um, uh, I also, oh man, there was something else. I had it ready. Shit. (laughs) Oh, the new Spider-Man game. I haven't played any of it, but like everything that I've seen, I just... Oh, it looks so amazing. And it's brought my boyfriend such pure, pure joy. Aww. And I, I'm just thankful. Because so I got it as a gift for him. And I just, it just looks so delightful. <laughs> That's what I love this week. Aw, cute. I have lots of questions about your love language now. What? Love, your love language it's the way you show affections to others you know i'm all up in this person oh it, it's buying it's buying things for other people i don't know how to properly convey through words or emotions or feelings so i'm just like here i we were doing a care package swap at awa and i went way fucking overboard Aww. i bought him socks a hat like, a cup, a t-shirt, buttons, comic books. Like, I just, I just want him to know I appreciate him through nerdy items. <laughs> Aww. So this reminds me very much of mine and Jeremiah's first Christmas. So oh, really? we had been officially dating for two months. The funniest thing about this is we had been friends for years, and I guess we never really, like, we kind of exchanged gifts depending on the year, but, like... Mm-hmm never anything serious and so like uh i got i can't even remember everything i got him but i went like ham (laughs) super ham as i always do and he got me antique salt and pepper shakers and socks (laughs) Uh oh no to be fair i still own both of those items and i treasure them dearly like the the salt and shaker peppers are shaped like playing fox foxes little foxy babies and so, like, the pepper one is on his back, and he's, like, kicking in the air, and it's so cute. I still have them, and I, I just put a hole in the fox socks, and I'm 
super sad. Um, Are those those long green ones? Yes. (laughs) Oh, no, I seriously, yeah, I've seen you wear those so much. Yeah, and uh, he felt bad about it, I guess, because the next time he saw me, we were still living apart, um, like three hours apart. He brought me, like, another present, which was a super sweet teapot with, like, flowering um, tea things. That was very precious. On the other hand, Valentine's Day two months later, I was like, oh, okay, I need to tone it back a little bit. I bought him a prop <laughs> replica from a video game, and he bought me, like, three video games. <laughs> <laughs> it was backwards. We finally figured it out. You got it now. You got it. Aw, cute. Is that what you like? Gifts? No. <laughs> I like getting gifts. Huh? Is that bad? I like getting gifts. I love giving gifts. If I had to choose, I would give gifts. I like a little bit of both, honestly. Because, like, I like to see what other people buy for me because I'm really easy to buy for. True. Like, hands down, easiest friend to buy for. Oh, yeah. I feel like Sasha is to an extent just because she, I know what you like, Sasha, and I know you don't splurge on the little thing that you wish you could have, so I can just get you those little things. Because you buy the important things for yourself, so yeah. I just get to get... I also have four issues of Chobits for you and Fox stickers I bought for you a year ago at AWOL. That's your idea. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you love, Sasha? That's cute. Um, I thought it up, and then I remember that it was really negative, and so I made it positive. And then I forgot all about it. So. <laughs> Alright. Good start. It was like a joke. I was gonna like tell. Oh, here we go. I got one. Um, I remember. This is a second one that I had in my head. When we were talking about balls and nuts. Earlier this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Um, two or three weekends ago. Jeremiah and I went to the live taping. Of the Adventure Zone podcast. Which is fantastic. It was such a great experience. And I'm glad that we drove six hours seven hours really in one day to see it but um while I was there there was intermission and I was like I don't want to drink I don't want to drink I don't want to drink I want to drink and so we go to get the drink that I didn't want that I did want and as I'm coming back they were selling these like cinnamon roasted um almonds (gasps) oh they smelled so good and so I was like walking up and passing this girl and I was she had some and I was like oh those nuts and we both turned to each other made eye contact and said these nuts (laughs) and kept walking (laughs) and that pure moment of joy shared with a complete stranger that obviously has similar interests to me because we're seeing the same show but if you're out there, girl, these nuts, these nuts, indeed. <laughs> In the notes for what Sasha likes to put, these nuts with strangers. These nuts. <laughs> these there's nuts a, with stranger. I was gonna say there's a there's a good episode titled "These Strangers Nuts." <laughs> oh, oh. I can't wait for you guys to see this episode's title. <laughs> oh no, I'm so scared now. I'm lit. I'm scared. So scared. I'm lit. <laughs> well then Lindsay, what do you like well this week i got a new job (gasps) (gasps) mari just tilted her head secrets (laughs) 
No, it's a company that I've wanted to work for ever since we even thought about moving out to Portland. Oh so my gosh, my gosh. I'm so excited. It's still a coffee shop, but it's also a roastery. So there's plenty of ways to move around, but I'm just pumped. I'm ready for this job to be over with so I can go to the next one. <laughs> Hell yeah. When do you start? Yeah. Congratulations, Maisie. That's awesome. Thanks, pal. John's like, well, not John, but every, you know, when you go see family and they're like, so what do you do? Like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. what do you want your career to be? Like, I want to be in coffee. Damn it. Like, mm-hmm. I want to go to Central America or wherever and meet the farmers and smell beans and I, <laughs> I want to smell some beans. I want to get my hands dirty. So oh, I'm just. Man. I feel like your next move should be to a company called Blue Bottle. So the company that I just got hired with, after a year, they send you to their farmers for a week to hang out with them. What? Yeah. And they, like, you get, oh, my God, there's, like, so many benefits in the place I work for right now. So small, there's, like, I get nothing out of it but a paycheck. So they're, like, you get a 401k, and there's 40 days, like, you could have a sick time right off if you want. I'm, like, oh, my God. 40 days. (laughs) Yeah, like, you don't have to wait for a probationary period or, like, a year to roll over or whatever. That's just a lot of fucking sick days. I know, but it can also be used at vacation time. You get 40 days off. Are you sure it's not 40 hours? Oh, fuck, yeah, 40 hours. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, 40 days, let's go. (laughs) I was like, Maisie, that's eight work weeks. That's two fucking months off a year. No, that's not, yeah. I am moving to Portland. (laughs) The only, like, I can only work five shifts a week unless I pick up more. So, like, nobody's overworked. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is this world? so magical. I know. Yes. So that's my happy note for the week. And I'll tell you guys, company, but I won't tell them, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Duh. Damn, do you hear that? No. Mari just, like, flung her body against the glass door. That's oh. normal. <laughs> she sees the fly. Sif all the time because he doesn't realize how big he is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He really doesn't, though. I remember the last time... Well, okay. Anytime Sif sees me, he does that weird, like he does a excited. violet bark. It's the yeah. violet bark. I don't know any other way to describe it, but he's it's so certainly... excited to see her. Because I feel like he does that bark for other things, but it sounds different. Maybe I'm just being sappy, but no. he... I know when you're here. <laughs> I literally got out of the car and I went, "Hey, Sif!" and I saw him on the porch and went, "Whoa!" <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> And then I I could just feel Sasha being like, oh, Violet's here. But, uh, oh, man. Oh, I thought Cody sent us something. Nope. And, yeah. um, oh, but whenever we start jumping around and playing around, he likes to booty bump me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I assume because I also can booty bump like a champ, but. That's hilarious. Um, I feel like we should try to make up what Cody would like this week. I feel like Cody would not like the weather. Nope. Rain is bad. She also doesn't like impending storms or storms because the disaster makes her anxiety bad. Um, hmm. Cody likes... Wait, I'll check her Twitter. Her secret Twitter. 
that has so many numbers in the handle. There's no way that. <laughs> really? I couldn't tell it to you if we. Yeah, tried. it's like there's a word in like 18 numbers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but she was like, "Here's my handle. I just copied and pasted." I was like, "Nope." <laughs> I'm dealing with this. She Lovely. likes pizza. <gasps> Cody does like pizza. <laughs> That's the easy to give me though. Yeah. Maybe we should give her deep dish pizza somehow. I don't know. Send um, her... If you send her deep dish pizza before me. <laughs> Whoa. I'm trying to take you to Chicago this year, girl. Hold on. I know. I know. Um, She recently mentioned that she likes being comfortable in public. That's good. I mean, the tweet says. I'm just impressed with how ugly I'm willing to look in public these days. That's not what I read it is. Comfort <laughs> comfort is important. Yeah, she just retweets a lot of empowering stuff. So I'm gonna guess she likes women's rights. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that should be an that should be a given. Um I'm gonna go with pizza, because she did mention that. Pizza and Bernie Sanders is what I'm getting here. <laughs> Done. And animals. That's what I'm getting here. <laughs> that's the vibe I get from her Twitter. There's that uh that meme that's like, what five things would you put on a pentagram to summon me? Mm-hmm. So uh, pizza, animals, Bernie Sanders. We need two more. Uh, true Video crime games books. And true crime oh, books. yeah. Done. Oh, actually... Can we sub one of those for paint? Like, just painting supplies? I was trying to remember if painting brought her joy, or if she's painted so much, <laughs> she hates it. She's like, those are my fucking circles! <laughs> that is still one of my favorite Cody quotes. <laughs> I know my fucking circles. Uh, good times. Alright, well, we'll try to summon Cody for you guys. Um... Hopefully she's not in a hurricane. I mean, we're not anywhere close to it, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just the sky's um, opened up, and it's raining. It's raining probably a lot. In the mountains, in the middle of nowhere. It's raining here now. Like, Is it? storm, yeah. Fat I rain, feel like too. I'll have to check. Ooh, I love fat rain. <laughs> it's not raining here. Ooh, I love fat rain. That sounds like a rap song. <laughs> I love I fat. Love it. Me. Too bad John's not here to make a cameo rap out of nothing. Uh, next time. Next time. Soon! <laughs> Soon we'll just do an episode that's just John rapping. Just John. <laughs> oh, speaking um, of just John, um, go check out John's friend's podcast, our friend's podcast, uh, Undoctrinated. I did a little interview about Murder Blows with them. We'll and link it in the description, it will link it in the description. Yep, go check them out. It's a good time. They start off with a really awkward question, and I think I handled it okay. I was really mad it. about my question about movies. They asked, like, what kind of movies do you like that have to do with true crime? And I was like, American Psycho. And then I talked about mm -hmm. Law and Order. But then as soon as I hung up, I was like, what about fucking um, Silence of the Lambs or Seven? Like, I was so mad. Psycho okay. <laughs> is a solid choice, Maisie. Yes. Yeah, but... American Psycho is written by a woman. 
I know, but <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, I could, like, quote it, and I didn't say it. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, I feel like everyone knows to put the lotion in the basket. Not everyone knows that Huey Lewis in the news <laughs> is the greatest <laughs> thing since sliced bread. <laughs> uh, I have some videotapes to return. Fuck, I love I've been wanting to rewatch it so bad. Okay. Anyways. Yes. I gotta find it. Um, yep, and Dr. Nada, go check them out. Speaking Thanks for having things me to on, check guys. out. Oh yeah, that was so fun. You guys are hilarious. They they don't do paid sponsorships, so make sure <laughs> or unpaid sponsorships, so don't don't mention any big Oh yeah, company don't mention any streaming services. If you guessed one on or number two <laughs> So thanks, TJ and Tim, for having me on. Um, Speaking of smooth transitions, uh, nothing is as smooth as my fucking face right now as I just used. <laughs> I just used my scruffy hands from Arcadian uh, to wash my face as I do now twice a week because I swear babies' butts are not this smooth. It is amazing. And like... I think my favorite part is, like, it's scrubbing and it's scrubbing, but it's just got this, like, luxurious oil, not oily, how do I say this, moisturizing, yeah. like, feeling, and it it just feels good. It feels like my skin is being hugged, and I love it. And right? it's smooth. It's a smoothing hug of so, things I know about. I've been using something, I don't know if they have it officially out yet but they're working on it they call it a co-wash and you can use it for your hair or your skin um i've been not out (laughs) yeah i've been using it in the shower in like fuck with my skin right now like i have eczema and it doesn't like uh like i'm it's it's so good like i i just want to unravel my own skin and just stick it up my nose and smell myself (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't irritate it, and that's really rare. So come out with that, Arcadian. But until then, if you want... Get some scruffy hands, because you can use it everywhere on your body that's safe for... The... We're not going down this thing again. Not your balls, not your eyeballs. No balls. Not being good, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, what Maisie says is actually like super true. Like Even though there is such a moisturizing property to that scrub, it's like not heavy enough to cause me to break out and like my skin is like this is cool i like it um plus so that's great i mean what i love is on the back of their products like their ingredients you can recognize them not the technical term for them but in the parentheses it has what it is Mm-hmm. or like what it's used for which i super like yeah so fucking into it check out arcadian at arcadian official on instagram or their website or just google arcadian grooming and you'll find them and you get 10% off if you use code Murder Blows. And fucking great, and you won't regret it. It is. Um, customer service is top-notch. They respond within 24 hours. So <laughs> that is great. Some companies don't. I mean, I've... I, I think it's hilarious that you say customer service because it's literally just Allie and Eric Dale doing everything. Hey, they're still <laughs> servicing customers. Yes. Which is crazy if you think about it because they're doing all this stuff and they can still find time to respond to you. So Yes. Yep. And run their own Instagram and take their own product pictures. and. Yeah. When I was looking for a venue for our reception, I would email big name businesses and they didn't email me back. So, like, fuck them. Yeah. And don't fuck with Arcadian. Just get all their products and put them on your body. There you go. 
I like it. <laughs> I like it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, baby, I like it. Cody, we miss you. Cody, we miss you. You know where to find us. Whenever you're ready, just, you can come home. I'm gonna use my Ouija board and summon her. (laughs) Now she's Ouija Cody. Ouija Cody! I haven't bought one yet, but I am ordering a spirit box, so. (sighs) (laughs) And that was Murder Blows this week, y'all. Blowing it out! Ouija Cody!